0: Acts chapter 9 and I'm beginning reading with verse 36. Acts chapter 9 and beginning with verse 36, the Bible says, at Joppa there was a certain disciple named Tabitha which was translated Dorcas, look at your neighbor say Dorcas. (laughs) Don't get carried away with that. And this woman was full of good works, the Bible says, and charitable deeds which she did." But it happened in those days, she became sick and she died. When they had washed her, they laid her in the upper room. Hey, that's a good place to go when you're in trouble. Go to the upper room. That That's reminiscent of Acts chapter 2. They took her to the upper room. And since Lydia was near Joppa, the disciples heard that Peter was there. They also sent to him, imploring him that he not delay in coming to them. And Peter rose and went with them. And when he had come, he brought him to the upper room. And all the widows stood by weeping and showing the tunics and garments which dorcas had made while she was with them thinking about her life in the past and now peter here's what he did pay close attention to verse 40. the bible says peter put them all out he kicked them out and he knelt down and prayed and then he turned to the body and he said tabitha arise and she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and the widows, he presented her alive. I want to I want to preach to you for the next few minutes and strengthen somebody's faith and restore somebody's spirit. I want to preach to you from this thought dealing with your dorcas at your neighbor say look out about to deal with my Dorcas today turn to somebody else say you better watch out because I'm about to start dealing with Dorcas' today (laughs) we're going to deal with Dorcas hopefully when the pastor's done preaching you don't say (laughs) Dorcas Acts chapter 9 gives us this great story that the Lord's going to speak to us from today. But first, I want you to lay your Bibles down, lift up your voices to heaven, and ask Jesus to talk to you. Would you do that right now? Every hand lifted and every voice raised out loud in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray right now that you would do a work. A sovereign and powerful work in this place lord you are able to do great things and lord i'm asking that you would do that right now lord loose my tongue to deliver what you would say to your people in jesus name let it be in jesus name everybody say amen Amen. and you can be seated in jesus name have you ever had something in your life that you thought was going to go really good but it didn't work out. <laughs> you ever had something that you thought was just going to be fantastic. I mean, he's going to be great. And it just didn't it didn't work out. Like the little kid I was watching play kickball the other day, and you could see the intensity in his eyes. And and he approached that ball just running full speed, full stride. I mean, he was ready to kick that ball right through the back of the goal. And when he kicked it, he completely missed the ball <laughs> if that wasn't bad enough that insult injury he fell right on his backside sometimes life does that to you some of y'all might do that today while we're playing soccer out there <laughs> just don't hurt yourself we sometimes you intend to really crush something and it doesn't quite go out as you planned like the little man who walks up to bat and he's looking at the pitcher talking smack and three strikes later, he goes down swinging. Sometimes life just gets the better of you. Sometimes life just leaves you disappointed. I I remember when I was in college, uh, back in 1998, I was, I was working, I was working uh, three jobs, but I was working one of the jobs for a freight company. And I had a, pair of boots on and I went to run and jump over this conveyor belt one day and I left and everybody's standing around and you know you got this thing right and I, I you're pretty athletic at least I was and uh, jumped uh, put my foot on this conveyor belt went to jump over and my boots slipped I mean I was on college budget boots there was no red wings or anything for a college student it was like it was like pay less shoe you know uh, boots is probably what it was and my boots slipped off of that thing, and my leg came crashing down right on the metal edge of that conveyor belt. And it knocked the, have you ever got kicked in the shin so hard it knocked the wind out of you? I mean, that's hard. (laughs) I've laid, jumped up, and uh, and everybody's laughing at me, and I kind of just went on like it was no big deal, worked the rest of my shift, ended up having to go to the hospital. I chipped a bone in my shin, busted it all up, all nasty, and the doctor looked at me, and he said, he said, what did you do? I said, well, I jumped over a conveyor belt. He said, you deserve this. <laughs> something about a Hippocratic oath. I don't know. They're supposed to be more comforting than that. <laughs> Sometimes life, you, you plan something, you're going to take a leap of faith. You're going to take a jump into the unknown You're you're going to step out in faith But sometimes things just don't go as planned The Bible tells us of a story that played out like this In in Acts chapter 9 in the text that we read This woman who was named Tabitha And and Dorcas was the modern interpretation of her name And and so this woman Tabitha or Dorcas Everybody say Dorcas Dorcas. All, all, All the mamas that are pregnant That name is available Dorcas it is available and it is underused you'll probably send your kid to school and no other kid will have the same name as them okay Dorcas what a name what a name this, this woman, Dorcas, the Bible says in, in verse 36 that she was a, a good woman. She was full of good works. She was full of good works. She had uh, good things that God had put in the inside of her to do for the kingdom of God. But she wasn't just full of good works. Verse 36 says she was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. Everybody say she did it. She, did. she didn't just think it, but she did it. She didn't just have it in her heart, but she took action on it. You don't, you don't get any points for just thinking about doing good works. Uh, you got to act on those good works. The Bible says she was full of good works, which she did. Can I tell you, if you are a child of God, if you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, uh, that, that there is word flowing into you and there should be spirit and good works flowing out of you. If you're a child of God, God did not intend for us to be spiritual dead seas where there is only intake and there is no outflow. There's got to be intake and outflow. If you're a part of this church, if you're here just visiting and you're a believer in Jesus Christ, there ought to be some outlet of good works in your life. You ought to be contributing to the kingdom of God, to the growth of the kingdom. The Bible says she was full of good works. It's not my message, just a little side point. But she was full of good works, uh, which she did. Look at your neighbor and say, just do it. She was full of it. Look at him and say, she was full of it. And she did it. Say it again. She was full of it. And she did it. We need more doers. Again, it's not my message, just a little side. We need more doers in the kingdom of God uh, that get full of his word and full of his spirit uh, and full of godly intentions, uh, but then get up in the strength of that and act on those good works uh, and do it. Don't just be full of it. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Blame it on picnic Sunday. There's some folks that are just full of it. Don't be a don't be spiritually full of it. Don't be a spiritual dead sea. Get some good works in you and take some action. You don't get saved by your intentions. You don't help anybody who's in need by your good intentions. I don't help anybody who needs assistance by my good by my good thoughts. I've got to be full of good works. I've got to have it in my heart and mind, but then I got to get up and do something about it. I got to minister to somebody. I've got to take action on those good works. Be full of it, but then do it. So the Bible says she was. She was full of it. Then she did it. And it was on this time that she fell sick. And she was doing all kinds of good work. She was making tunics and garments and cloaks and robes uh, for, for widows. Widows who perhaps would not have the money to wear something uh, that was very nice or would represent them very well. And she was doing good work. She was making this for the widows. And she was giving it to them. And, and she was doing all of these good works and charitable deeds until one day she got sick and she died. Seems like a terrible end of the story. Thank God that God's still writing our story. You may look at where you're at right now and say, "Hey, this this is a terrible situation I'm dealing with." But if you're still got breath in your body today, God is still writing your story. God is not done. The pen is still in His hand. The Bible says that they sent for Simon Peter. They, they took her to the upper room and they laid her out. And they sent for Simon Peter. He was the man of God in the area. He, was, he would have been uh, somewhat the equivalent of the pastor of that area. They weren't blessed with as many ministers and disciples as we have today. And so these men were over some regions and cities. And so they sent for Peter and they said, we got a problem. Dorcas is dead. They sent for Peter and he comes to their place and he comes to the upper room where she is. And the Bible says when he gets to that place, he is greeted. Now, it's interesting to me, they sent him because they must have had some level of faith, right? They, they called for help, phone a friend from some place of faith. But by the time Peter gets there, by the time the man of God gets there, there is no more faith, but he is greeted by a room full of weepers. He's greeted by a room full of people who are holding on to uh, the, uh, the, the garments that she made. He's greeted by a room full of people that are holding on to the, the tunics and the cloaks. Uh, and they're weeping and they're crying and they're, they're sobbing. Everybody say boo-hoo. boo-hoo. They're sobbing. boo-hoo, They're boo-hooing over the past. They're boohooing that she has passed. Now, you say, wait a second, Pastor, that's kind of heartless. Somebody had died. You're right. And it's a natural response. When somebody passes, we grieve. But if you're believing God for a miracle, at some point, faith has to stay in the equation. I said, if you're believing God for a miracle, at some point, uh, your weeping has to turn to faith. At some point, your mourning has to turn uh, to rejoicing. I may be preaching to somebody today that maybe you're facing a dead situation if you will. You're facing something that looks like it's over. It's finished. It's not working out. You don't know how it's going to work out. Maybe it's your marriage that you think is over. It's finished. Maybe it's your job or your business or your career or some other relationship or some other endeavor and you think there's just no way this is going to work out anymore. You know what they were doing when Peter walked in the room? They were weeping and they were sobbing over what had already past. You know what God has to do to give us a miracle? He's got to bring our minds out of the past tragedy and put them in the present place of the miraculous. I can't simultaneously operate in fear and faith. I've got to choose one or the other. If I'm operating in fear, I am not operating in faith. Somebody's got to take a step today out of fear and into a place of faith where you say, God, I believe that all things are possible. I believe that you can do a miracle in my life. I believe that you can deal with my Dorcas." And so we see in verse 40, I'm hurrying. We see in verse 40 these few steps uh, that that Simon Peter takes. Uh, If you're going to have a miracle, you need to follow these steps today. Simon Peter in verse 40, the Bible says the first thing he does, uh, does after he's greeted by all of that is he kicks the people out of the room. He kicks them out. Now... We don't do that here today okay in fact we don't do that any day you're safe all right if you're a doubter you're safe here we welcome all doubters you know why because i've lived for god long enough to know that he can prove himself to you better than i can prove him to you if you're a doubter you're in a great place to find faith But you know what Simon Peter did? He was getting ready to operate in a place of the supernatural. And so he kicked him out of the room. He said, get out of here. He ushered him out of the room. You know what you're going to need to do if you need a miracle today? You're going to need to usher out, out the door. You're going to need to show fear the door. You're going to need to show your lamenting over the past. Uh, Yes, some of you have been through hell and back. Uh, Yes, some of you have walked through trouble and tough times. Uh, But uh, you've mourned long enough. If you believe God can restore and deliver and set free, uh, you're going to have to show your doubt the door. Uh, You're going to have to show your fear out of the room. Uh, If you want to have a miracle today, uh, you got to say, doubt, it's time to leave. I'm going to rise up in faith and claim my promise. Uh, I'm going to rise up They were holding on to the garments, to the tunics, to the things that she had made, and they were weeping uh, over their loss. Uh, at some point, uh, we, we've all had disappointment in our life. Uh, we've all had hurt. I talked a little bit about it in the, lesson, the Bible study on Wednesday night. We've all had pain in our life. Uh, we've all been disappointed. We've all had trouble a time or two in our life. Every one of us has been lied on. Every one of us has been cheated. Every one of us has been talked about or done wrong. So what? You can keep wallowing in the past You can keep laying around in everything that was broken and wrong or you can show your doubt and fear and the past to the door and say it's time to head out because God's about to do something new in my life. I'm about to step into a new season. I'm about to step into a new time. God's about to do something fresh in my family, in my life. So doubt you have to leave. Fear you have to get out. Oh, somebody clap your hands and give God praise right now. Somebody clap your hands in faith and lift up your voice uh, and say, doubt, uh, you're leaving today. Fear, you are no longer at home here anymore. Yes, 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 yeah. Come on, somebody just one more time give God praise. Uh, His presence is in this room right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes. I feel the Lord wanting to do something powerful in this place. Yeah. He kicked the doubters out. He kicked the people in fear out. He kicked them all out the door. And then you know what he did? He got alone with his problem. And the Bible says he bowed down or he knelt down and he began to pray. Hey, if you need a miracle in your life, this is a great position to be in. I know it's so elementary, but if you need a miracle in your life, this is probably not the position you want to be. If you want God to do something in your life, act like it. You want God to do something great in your life, quit sitting like a bump on a dill pickle. You want God to do something in your life? Kick the doubt and the fear and the weeping out the door. And take a note from Simon Peter. You know what this was? It was a sign of humility, it was a sign of brokenness, it was a sign of submission. The opposite of pride. You cannot have a miracle and walk in pride simultaneously. You are not going to have the best of God in your life and walk in arrogance at the same time. you got to be willing to humble yourself. That's what repentance is. It's where I humble myself before God. It's where I get on my knees and I say, God, I am sorry for me. We have too many folks praying around like they're perfect. We had too many folks in 2022 walking around like they got their stuff together. Man, they got life figured out. And it's a lie. It's a lie. They're frauds. They're fakes. Because if we peeked into the details of those lives, I won't say your lives because there's nobody like that here today or watching. I mean, nobody that wouldn't describe anybody here for sure. But if we peeked into their lives, you would see dysfunction, you would see brokenness, you would see hurt, you would see pain, you would see mistakes, you would see all kinds of issues. Guess what? There is no better place to come when you got a bunch of issues than the church. Church isn't where a bunch of religious people who have life figured out come to all brag about how great their life is. Church is where the broken come and the hurting get together and the people that got dysfunction in their life get together and say, Hey, we have collectively found hope. We have collectively found peace. We have found something that only Jesus Christ can offer. But hear me now, you don't access that through pride. You don't access that through arrogance. You don't access that by coming to God like you got it all together. You come to God and you do like Peter and you bow and knee and you humble yourself before God and you say, Lord, I need you in my life. And hear me today. If somebody will pray that prayer this morning, Jesus Christ will forgive you of every sin you have ever committed. If somebody will pray that prayer today, Jesus Christ will forgive you of every mistake. He will wash you of every pain. He will begin to heal you from the point of your dysfunction forward. That's what Jesus can do. Come on, somebody's got to make up in your mind today. Today is the day. I know we got nachos. I know we got soccer and kickball and games. Uh, But somebody's got to make up in your mind. Uh, It's time to deal with Dorcas. Uh, It's time to deal with the Dorcas in my life. Uh, This Dorcas that's laid dead for so long. Uh, This Dorcas that I've been wrestling with. Uh, It's time to humble myself before God. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. Woo! Give me five more minutes. Give me five more minutes. Hmm. Hmm. The Bible says that he knelt and prayed, and then the next thing the word says. It says, and he turned and faced Dorcas or Tabitha. It's a critical point that some probably wish wasn't there. (laughs) See, some folks make it a habit of running from the Dorcas in their life. (laughs) I'm not talking about that kid at school, (laughs) I'm not talking about that neighbor it always talks your ear off not that Dorcas talking about the thing that you're afraid to face the thing that you're afraid to deal with you can run but you can't hide follows you some people think if they get a different job no nope, Dorcas will follow you there Get it? Get just get a different marriage I'll just trade this one up upgrade no nope, Dorcas will follow you there too Oh yeah, I'll just move over here. I'll switch churches. Nope, Dorcas is waiting for you. Now I'll just quit being friends with them and I'll start being friends with them. Yep, guess what? Dorcas is going to meet you there too. (laughs) Dorcas is you. (laughs) I mean, I don't know a prettier way to put it. (laughs) I am. You are. We got it in us. You know know why we deal with it every day? Because it is us. You know why we struggle with it? Because it's in us. That's why we got to make up our mind. You know what? I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to keep running from it. I'm going to turn. Simon Peter turned and faced the dead body. He turned and faced the problem. The thing that was dead in in their life. The thing. I'm telling you, somebody needs to make up your mind today. I'm done running from it. I am going to face up to it. Mm-hmm. you lose your temper quit lying about it quit making excuses face it you got a bad attitude quit making excuses deal with it face your Dorcas. Uh, that's what simon peter did he prayed and you know the power of this is when you pray and seek god god will he prayed first If you try to face Dorcas on your own power, you will stumble and fall again. But if you'll get alone with God and pray, and then in that strength, uh, rise up to face the Dorcas in your life, uh, God will give you strength. Uh, God will give you the courage. Uh, God will give you the wisdom. Uh, God will give you the heart and the integrity uh, to deal with the Dorcas. He faced Dorcas. Some of you need to face that Dorcas in your life. If your marriage is in trouble, quit lying about it. it. Ain't gonna get better if you ignore it. If your kids are running off the rails, quit making excuses for them. Quit let quit letting them just go crazy. As long as they're in your home, you have a godly you have a godly mandate to raise them in the fear of God. You have a godly mandate to put the power of God's word into their life. Quit running from it. Quit acting like it's not there. You got problems? Uh, It's time to deal with your Dorcas. Uh, It's time to face it today. Uh, If it's a problem in your own flesh, uh, maybe it's a problem in your life uh, of addiction. You're struggling with addiction. Quit lying about it. Quit sweeping it under the rug. You know what you need to do? You need to face your Dorcas. Uh, You need to to get some accountability in your life. Uh, You need to phone a friend, get some help, Uh, get a godly friend you can confide in that'll help you through that thing. Uh, You're never gonna overcome uh, if you don't face your Dorcas. Uh, You're never gonna overcome... uh, If you don't turn and face the thing that you have been running from. It will not get better if you keep your back to it and pretend it's not there. Somebody needs to say, I'm dealing with Dorcas today. I'm going to look my problem right in the face. And I'm going to confront it with the power of the Holy Ghost inside of me. Oh, somebody clap your hands and give God a shout of praise. clap your hands and you've got a shout of praise yeah 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 deal with your Dorcas you know what he does next the Bible says he 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 faces Dorcas he kneels down and prays then he turns to the body my goodness and then you know what he does next he opens up his mouth hmm See, Pastor can't speak to your dorcas sometimes. You got to speak to it on your own. He faced a dead body. My, my, my. But what he spoke was life. <laughs> I'm preaching to somebody here today. That you got to be willing to speak something that is contrary to what you're facing. You got it. Did you hear what I just said? You got to be willing to speak something that is totally contrary to what you're facing. You see, when you come up from a place of prayer, you can have some faith. You can have some courage. When I come up from a place of prayer, all of a sudden, I'm not seeing with the eyes of the flesh anymore. I'm seeing with eyes of the Spirit. When I come from a fresh place of prayer, when I come from a red-hot prayer meeting, all of a sudden, I'm seeing with His eyes. I'm seeing with His vision. I'm seeing things that are not as though they were. I'm seeing with eyes of faith. Somebody's got to be willing to speak something today that is not, but you've got to speak it at, as though it is. He fa- See, that's so tough for us. It's easy to pray, but what about when you've got to face the thing? And What about when you've got to speak something contrary to what you see? I see a mess. Pastor, if you only knew what a mess it was right now yeah just get a good look at the mess and start speaking and declaring the name that can fix it. I'm preaching that somebody's got to lift up their voice and in the face of sickness, You got to begin to declare healing. Somebody in the face of brokenness, you've got to declare restoration. Somebody in the in the face of devastation, you have got to begin to speak complete recovery. Somebody in the face of addiction, you've got to begin to speak complete deliverance. Somebody's got to face your Dorcas today and begin to lift up your voice and declare it will be well. It shall be well. That's what the lad said in the Old Testament Uh, when when the boy was laying dead at home uh, and and the prophet said is everything okay? He said it shall be well. There's a dead baby in my house uh, but you know what I believe? Uh, The miracle worker is on his way uh, and as long as the miracle worker is coming it shall be well so I'm going to face my Dorcas Uh, I'm going to deal with my Dorcas Uh, I'm going to lift up my voice uh, and I'm going to speak faith Speak life. Somebody stand to your feet right now and lift up your voice to the Lord all across this room. Come on, all across this sanctuary. Somebody, you got a Dorcas in your life. Every one of us do. don't don't look at your neighbor I'm not preaching to them I'm preaching to you every one of us have a Dorcas or two in our life every one of us have a Dorcas or two we can deal with today every one of us have something that we need Jesus to move in here I'm inviting somebody to begin to lift up your voice come on somebody begin to lift up your voice and just begin to talk to him in the name of Jesus Lord right now I'm asking that you would move in the life of every single believer here God you see every broken place, God you see every marriage, uh, God that needs mending, you see every home uh, that needs restored you see every calling that is laying dormant Uh, God you see every divine purpose uh, that is going unfulfilled and Lord now I pray that you would give your people courage uh, as they lift up their voice to begin to speak to the Dorcas in their life, Uh, speak to the Dorcas in your life, come on I'm inviting everybody that would to step out of where you're at And come as close as you can to this front for prayer. You don't have to be a member of this church. This may be your first time here. Maybe you're one of the founding members. Maybe one of the ministry leaders. Uh, I invite everybody that has a dorcas you're dealing with to step out of your seat and get as close as you can to an aisle and lift up your voice to the Lord right now and begin to go after God. Come on, use Simon Peter as a guide. Lift up your voice to the Lord. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, you can have it here today. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost with speaking in other tongues according to Acts chapter 2... You can receive God's gift for you today. Somebody needs to lift up your voice and just begin to talk to Jesus in the name of Jesus. That's it. Somebody begin to speak to your Dorcas. I speak life. I speak healing. I speak restoration. I speak life. I speak healing. I speak deliverance. I speak restoration. Come on, that's it. Declare it in Jesus' name. Declare it in Jesus' name.